award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, I've made it back to the office. I'm excited. Uh, We've got limited access to the office now, and I'm able to get in the studio and shoot this show for you today. So we're all still social distancing. Uh, i got Taylor Martin from the Tennessee uh, Wildlife Federation and Mr. Mike Parsley, my boss here at the agency. He's our uh, assistant chief of communications and outreach, and, and I appreciate these guys being with us. But they're on location at their homes and their offices at home, and I'm here in studio. I'm glad to be here. It should be a good show for you today. Before we get started, I wanted to uh, just kind of highlight what all is going on We've been putting a lot of content out there on YouTube and Facebook, videos about how to go fish and tackle tips and, and ways to fish and, and, and things like that. And we're excited to to um, bring you those. And then uh, Matt Cameron out in East Tennessee came up with an idea called Drop the Tailgate. And those have been rolling out on Facebook and YouTube. So go check those out. It's uh, just conversations uh, on the tailgate after the hunt or, or uh, after the, the fishing trip and that kind of thing. So it's pretty neat. To check those out and a lot of cool stuff is learned by watching those and we appreciate Mike leading the charge on some of those tackle tips he's got some insight on some fishing he loves to fish and and we appreciate him doing that for us uh, and then uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna uh, talk about the hunting and fishing Academy today before we do that I wanted to talk about a hat not the one I'm wearing today not the Wildcast hat but we do have another hat coming soon it's a it's a blue navy blue color with the agency logo we've been selling some hats here lately we had the winter version, and then we, we had the, the tan version that has the mesh back, and now we got another a blue one coming, a dark navy blue with a mesh back, and it's a pretty cool hat. I've seen it, and it'll be online before you know it, so uh, go check that out, get you one of those. But um, anyway, just wanted to throw that out there, and uh, let's uh, welcome Taylor Martin. Taylor, thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, and Mike, thank you for jumping in here and, and, and uh, helping me co-host today. I appreciate that. No problem. We're going to talk about the Federation. Uh, not a lot of people know about the Tennessee Wildlife Federation, and we want to, we want to highlight what they do, and then we want to jump into to the Hunting and Fishing Academy, a new program that they're, they're leading for us, and uh, should be a fun conversation. So, so let's just jump in real quick. What is the Federation? What does the Federation, Tennessee Wildlife Federation, do, and who are they? Taylor? So, um, like you said, not a lot of people know who we are at uh, Tennessee Wildlife Federation which is kind of surprising. We've been around the state for a pretty long time. Uh, we started back out in 1946, um, and we've had a few different names uh, since then, but we're Tennessee Wildlife Federation now. And uh, our main drive right now is the dedicated conservation, the sound management and wise use of Tennessee's great outdoors. Um, so we're really a group that represents uh, hunters and anglers all throughout the state of Tennessee. We try to represent their best interest and the interest of the great outdoors. As so a lot of our work does with uh, conservation policy. And then uh, in recent years, in the past uh, 15, 20 years, we've developed a youth outreach arm, uh, which uh, that's where Hunting and Fishing Academy fits in. And it's where our Tennessee Scholastic Clay Target Program also fits in. So trying to get more people involved in the outdoors and make sure there's continuing funding for conservation throughout the state of Tennessee. Um, because we all know with uh, North America being on the conservation model that it is, uh, most of the conservation dollars comes from hunters and anglers uh, buying their hunting and fishing licenses. And then 
the excise tax uh, they pay on their equipment. So we know if there's less people getting involved in the outdoors, there's uh, less money to go towards conservation. And that not only hunt, hurts hunters and anglers, but it also hurts uh, you know, bird watchers, uh, hikers, uh, kayakers, people that just like getting out in uh, the wild places of Tennessee. So uh, the Tennessee Wildlife Federation focuses most of its time on making sure that funding model is sustainable and uh, advising on policies that affect uh, conservation of game and non-game species in the state of Tennessee. I guess, uh, and, and your big policies, you all are a watchdog, the wildlife watchdog on Capitol Hill. Is that right? Is that that's what you're known for? That's right. And uh, we've advised on a few big legislations. Uh, one of our biggest that uh, people in Tennessee may remember, especially hunters and anglers, was the constitutional amendment uh, for the right to hunt and fish. That was a big push that we made years ago and got that added. So it's a state right for people to hunt and fish instead of Tennessee. Here, Tennessee Wildlife Federation is an independent nonprofit that is affiliated with the National Wildlife Federation. Uh, so y'all, y'all, are, y'all got our backs, right? We do. Uh, we always try to represent uh, all the hunters and anglers, and even just the outdoor enthusiasts of Tennessee. Well, today we really the main focus and what we really wanted to cover and, and highlight the most was this uh, hunting and fishing academy. It's something new that we've we've uh, brought to life. Uh, it's it's a awesome program. I think that's going to help encourage uh, people who have never hunted and fished before encourage folks to get out there and, and pass on the tradition of hunting and fishing those uh, those mentors and we'll talk more about all these different elements so an overview quick overview of what the hunting and fishing academy is taylor so the hunting and fishing academy is a program that's designed to give hands-on experience uh, to those people who've never hunted or fished before uh, and it's really geared towards, you know, people with little to no experience. We bring them out on usually multi-day experiences, and we try to teach them everything that they're going to need to know so they can go out and hunt and fish again in the future. Because uh, like I said earlier, you know, uh, the conservation model, it really runs off of hunting and fishing licenses. Uh, we just don't want to take that person hunting or fishing for a weekend, and then they think, oh, that was fun. I don't think I'll, I'll never go back and do that again, but I had fun this one time. We want them to go out and continue to hunt and fish for the rest of their lives. So we really focus on the educational pieces uh, during our events to make sure that our participants learn what it takes to be able to go out and hunt a deer or hunt a turkey on their own in the future and utilizing public resources and knowing what equipment they need and things like that. And the uh, we have our events all throughout the year. Uh, we have small game, large game, waterfowl events. Uh, so we usually have events just about every time of the year. And this entire program runs off of volunteers. Uh, we have a volunteer program called Hunt Masters. Hunt Masters are volunteers that are trained through the program and usually lead these experiences. Uh, the Hunting and Fishing Academy only has a staff of three people. So if we're ever going to really make a big difference in Tennessee, we need volunteers to help us run these experiences. Uh, we actually just finished up a hunt master training this past Saturday where we trained some new volunteers and they're going to start helping us out this fall. But volunteers uh, are who we rely on. Um, these volunteers are men and women who have spent most of their lives in the field and they've reached the point in their hunting career where they feel like they want to give back. They want to share the knowledge that they've gained over their years of experience. And uh, this program allows them to do that. 
It's kind of like, uh, you say, you speak of volunteers, it's kind of like our hunter education program. We couldn't do it without those guys volunteering. You know, our officers are busy out there and, and we don't have the, the manpower inside the agency to pull off hunter education classes all across the state. So those volunteers are important and I can see where they would be important for this, for sure. Exactly. And uh, a lot of our hunt masters are hunter ed instructors uh, because of the same reason. They have knowledge that they want to pass on and they see our program and the hunter ed program as uh, avenues to do that. Yeah. What are the requirements, Taylor, for someone to uh, uh, want to be a hunt master? Hunt master, really, the only requirement that we have is that you're, you know, you're willing to help. Uh, we have some hunt masters that actually don't know that much about hunting and fishing, but they want to come and help at our events because uh, a lot, of, like I said, these events are usually multi-day, and some of these events require primitive camping. We also teach general outdoors skills and. Some of these volunteers, they'll come and they'll be the camp cook for the weekend or they'll come to help around camp, things like that. But uh, anybody that enjoys the outdoors and enjoys sharing their knowledge about the outdoors with others, uh, that's really the one requirement we have to for you to become a hunt minister. Just got to have a passion for it, right? Right. And uh, that's what gets other people's passion about the outdoors when they see somebody else that already has a passion. Right. The, the actual participants... Uh, you have been catering these events toward toward young um, young adolescents, children, but you you guys are entering into a new phase. What what are you guys thinking about doing now? Yeah, so uh, in the past we've really just dealt with uh, youth, uh, really uh, less than eighteen years old. But uh, I hope this fall we're actually going to be launching an adult program. So that's going to be for people in their twenty years of age or plus. And uh, that's a program that we're really excited about. We're working uh, with some other partners to really build that out. But uh, it's going to be a similar program, but it's going to be geared towards adults. So it's going to be focused around making sure that we fit into an adult's busy schedule because uh, we know that most adults can't dedicate an entire weekend to one thing. They got other things they need to do. So we're going to be very accommodating for that. And uh, we're going to be having different workshops within a tent to learn all the necessary skills of how to go out and hunt or fish. And then we're going to cap it off with an actual hunting experience where we're going to pair them with some of our hunt masters in the area. And they're going to go out and hunt uh, for deer, turkey, however we decide to run it. And uh, once everybody gets a chance to hunt, we'll all gather back up to kind of recap the hunts, uh, see what everybody's thoughts were. And uh, hopefully those people go out to continue their hunting and fishing career. Uh, and that just makes sense, right? Because uh, the young adults, 20 to 35, 40 years age, they they have young children anyway. So mm -hmm. if you get the adults, you're also getting their children anyway, right? Yeah. You really get a two for one almost if you train an adult how to hunt. Is there, uh, if they enjoy it, then they're going to start taking their kid. And even with our youth program, um, at all our youth events, uh, the kids are required to bring an adult chaperone with them, and the adult and, or parent does everything with the kid. We not only teach the youth how to do it, but we teach the parent for that exact same reason. So when they leave there, not only does the kid know what to do, but the parent does as well. And hopefully that is something they can go out and do together in the future, because like most of us who hunt and fish already, uh, that's how we got started, and it is that a family member took us hunting and fishing. And we think that's going to how we build the next generation of hunters as well. Yeah. 
are these events um, are these events three day weekends or are they are they week long events? So what what are your thoughts and, and what's going to happen in the future with these different programs? They vary in length uh, depending on what the hunt is. Usually our big game hunts are three day. They start on Saturday evening and run through Sunday afternoon. Um, and that's really to make sure everybody has the best opportunity they have to harvest an animal. Because uh, we all know, you know, if you go big game hunting, deer hunting, or turkey hunting for one morning, your chances aren't that good. But um, our small game, uh, like our squirrel or duck hunting, uh, things like that uh, are someday one day or half day. Yeah. Like. But yeah, you, you got to go more than once or, or have have a, a long weekend to, to have that opportunity. You don't always have success that first trip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as most hunters and anglers will tell you too, there's a there's a lot of little things that go into just hunting one animal. A lot of uh, little knowledge that you get. So it's a lot to even cram all that stuff into a three day weekend. Mm-hmm. So having that amount of time uh, with these participants to try to get them as much knowledge as we can in this short amount of time, we really think we need uh, that long weekend. Yeah. And you spoke earlier about, you know, these the all the volunteers and, and you yourself have a passion for, for this and passing this on. Uh, how did you get introduced into the outdoors and what, what brought this passion in, in, in for you? Um, like I said, I was kind of, I'm a pretty common story. Uh, my dad uh, got me into hunting when I was pretty young. I, I don't know how young I was when he first took me out on the boat to go waterfowl hunting. But uh, from the parent story my parents tell, it was pretty young about the time I could walk or and fit my feet into boots but um, my dad's always been a lifelong uh, waterfowl hunter and outdoorsman uh, he's actually uh, an employee of the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency he's the manager over at Rural Foot uh, he I think he just got his uh, 30 years in with the state so uh, growing up with him he, that's what instilled a, a love of the outdoors and a love of hunting uh, for me and like I said I think that's a pretty common story we know with most of our hunt masters and most of our volunteers that uh, when you ask them how they got introduced to the uh, hunting or outdoor lifestyle, it's usually by a parent or like a close family. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mike, how did you get introduced? I, 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 uh, how did you get into the outdoors and love of hunting and fishing? I know you fish a lot. You love that, that part of it for sure. My dad and I, we, uh, we always went. It's same, same story with a lot of people, but that's the problem there's some people out there that uh and it's getting more uh, more likely that parents don't take their children so what we have to do is create new parents who do go hunting and fishing and then uh, they can start taking their children so um that's our job and uh that's taylor's job it's my job and and of course that's your job too so yes sir uh, that's that's what we are tasked with and uh, that's what we're trying to do through the things like uh, Hunting and Fishing Academy and our, our uh, fishing tips that we put online so people can learn how to, to fish. And, and the way I see what we do, and you and, you and I and Taylor, um, we're teachers. You know, I mean, we're not, we're not teaching math and science and things like that, but we are teaching outdoor skills. And uh, if people do not have the skills to, to take part in the outdoors, they're probably not going to do it for very long uh people don't do what they're they're not any good at so we have to teach them well and and if we can teach someone to hunt and fish then we've done our job yeah passing on that legacy uh, you know somebody's got to do it so that's that's what we're here for what uh, what does an event look like um cost wise uh, for this hunting and fishing does it cost the the person to come out and participate 
It does. Uh, there are registration fees, and it depends on the length of the event. Uh, everything's built off that half-day model, so like a squirrel hunt. Um, so half days uh, cost $25 per participant, um, and that covers the meals for the day and equipment that they may need, things like that. And then uh, that just kind of compounds on how many days the event is. Okay. And, and you need hunter education and that kind of thing. You need uh, some of that stuff, those factors play in. So make sure you, you do that or get the apprentice license to to cover you there. But um, yeah. you still got to play by the rules. But, it, you know, it's uh, it's – you know these events will be fun uh you'll learn a lot it's a it's a great time to get outdoors and and uh you know talk about the hunt and and uh and enjoy the outdoors and be out there and see the birds chirp and also maybe have an opportunity to take a take a bird you know turkey or exactly something like and, that um, one of the cool things about our events is you now i tell everybody is that uh everything's a learning opportunity so when that person first shows interest in one of our events and we give them a call it's like hey uh We'd like to select you to come out on this event. Uh, what do you think? And we're like, well, I don't know what all I need is. That kind of starts the, the teaching moment for us, even before they get out to the field. It's like, well, um, you're this age. You need to go make sure you find Hunter's Ed. We can we can direct you to the place you can go find the nearest Hunter Ed to you. We can help you get signed up for a class and make sure you have the correct licenses before you come out. So all these are teaching opportunities, things that normal like lifelong sportsmen we take for granted most of the time these are all things that people need to know and i think that's something that gets overlooked a lot when people's like oh i'm going to take someone hunting for the day they just tell them like hey make sure you get this this and this and they never explain why uh and that's something our program really tries to get into uh from the very start as soon as somebody shows an interest in our event uh, we kind of start the teaching from that point on what events did you have last year and and explain how people will sign up for those events or did sign up for those events last year and then get into some events that you plan on holding this fall and maybe next winter so last year we had uh, quite a few deer hunts i think we had about eight deer hunts across the state uh, throughout deer season uh, we had a couple of duck hunts we have a really big duck hunt every year in west tennessee uh, the davis p rice memorial youth duck hunt and that's uh, usually about a hundred to 115 kids that uh, come to that one. We spread them all across blinds in West Tennessee. Um, we were supposed to have some turkey hunts, but due to certain circumstances, we weren't able to have those. But coming up for this year, uh, we're really looking forward to it. We got a full staff that's fully trained now going into the fall. So we're going to have even more deer hunts, uh, more small game opportunities. So we're going to have more dove hunts, more squirrel hunts, uh, hopefully some more waterfowl hunts because we find that for new hunters and anglers, those small game events are sometimes more appealing than the big game hunts. It's a little less pressure and a little bit more fun to go on uh, as your first time. But for all these events, uh, you can find them at our website at tnwf.org and go to the Hunting and Fishing Academy page from that website, or you can go directly to the page to show interest in our events at tnwf.org slash interest and they'll have all the events that we currently have on the schedule and you can select one of them or all of them of how you want to get involved with the program and you're also going to be able to sign up for the events through um, our website correct isn't that right uh, uh, yeah Jay? once y'all uh, get that new functionality with the go outdoors tennessee app and website uh, all of our events will be posted on there as hunting and fishing academy events 
So you can find us there. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Go outdoors. Tennessee.com is, is where you get your licenses and that's, that's our portal. And like I said, we're going to have an event system coming on board. That's going to be not only great for the hunting and fishing Academy events, but our events as, as the agency things we're putting on, um, as an agency. So be watching that website, um, and and we'll we'll put out notifications and things like that to let you know that it's live when when that happens. But that's how we're going to sign up for events and and things like that, so we can uh, make sure we get everybody signed up and have a, a great experience and get outdoors. So it's a it's a pretty cool pretty cool platform that we'll be adding pretty soon. So uh, as well as a storefront, so a lot of cool gear too. Um, you know something that was mentioned um, or maybe hasn't been mentioned is fishing it's the hunting and fishing academy but what kind of fishing events are we going to be doing we talk a lot about turkey hunting and deer hunting and waterfowl but what kind of fishing events can we work in or will we be working in to this academy yeah so we're pretty excited about our fishing events actually and the years past the hunting and fishing academy has been around for a few years kind of in a pilot phase but this past year was the first year we've really opened up the program and we've opened up to the public um but this year fishing events i think are going to take a new role in the academy we actually have a fishing event coming up on the on June 27th in Clinton, Tennessee. Uh, that's going to be a trout fishing event, um, and it's going to be trout fishing mixed around with fly fishing. So, and we're looking to have more events like that. And we're even looking at having some overnight uh, fly fishing and trout fishing events over in East Tennessee. And um, we're really getting back into the the one-on-one engagement that we talked about earlier, you know, the hands-on instruction, instead of uh, having 30 or 40 kids come to a a pond and, you know, fish for bluegill, stuff like that. We really want to dial in on particular species of fish going forward and uh, really bring out the fishing culture and heritage that Tennessee has. Uh, Not a lot of people, not uh, even Tennessee residents don't know that East Tennessee has some of the best like trout fishing waters uh, in the entire country. And so we want to highlight that and we want to highlight the fishing in West Tennessee as well, Middle Tennessee, uh, things like that. So we're really looking forward to our fishing events. But we got the one coming up on June 27th uh, in Clinton, Tennessee. Uh, That one's coming pretty soon. We're really looking forward to that one. And then we're also scheduling a few trout fishing events for the fall and probably early spring as well. Awesome. All those can be found at TNWF.org right now. And uh, I'm sure so you can get on there and check those out and get more information. Yeah, that's cool. I, you know, we, there is a lot of opportunities in Tennessee. It's amazing the different the topography across the state from west to east. You know, it's amazing uh, what we have here, and it can be flat, it can be hilly, it can be all all in between. And it's it's a it's a great state to live in, a great state to hunt and fish in. And we got a lot of folks at the agency that are dedicated to making it even better, and and they're working hard every day. And people may not see that, and they, and you know, it may not be right out in front of their face, but believe it or not, they're they have a passion for it, and that's why they're here. And if they don't, they're not. You know, they would. They wouldn't be here. But uh, it's a, it's a great agency to work for, and and, and we're working for you, the hunter and fisherman. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to say that. Uh, we've we mentioned the hunts. Are these going to be public land hunts, or do we have landowners that are helping us out, giving us a place to hunt? Is this is this all in public? A lot land? of our uh, a lot of our hunts right now uh, take place on private land. We partner with uh, private landowners to allow us to come onto their property. For a weekend a day to hunt and fish but uh, we are actually expanding into public land hunts um, in february we had a public land squirrel hunt on the teleco lake wma over in east tennessee and uh, with our adult program that we mentioned um, 
I think we're going to try to focus that program on using public lands because uh, that's part of the teaching of it. You know, it's public lands are a public resource. They belong to all Tennesseans. So we want to teach people how to effectively use those for hunting and fishing. So I think public lands are going to play a bigger part in the program moving forward. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities out there. I mean, it's amazing the amount of land that we have to hunt and fish on, and, and it's open to the public. And, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of good opportunities, and uh, I think folks need to know about that. So that's great. I think that's good. We can do it on on both private and, and public. I mean, people are not always open. Sometimes private landowners are not always open to having people on their land, but some of them are. Just go ask, and, you know, and uh, you might be able to get in. And uh, I'm glad we have some of those good relationships with folks that let us use their places for these hunts. Yeah, and um, our landowners are just like our hunt masters. You know, they grew up hunting and fishing, and they've been fortunate to get a chunk of land uh, throughout their life, and they want to share it with others, and they want to share it towards a cause that teaches the next generation of hunters. So um, we've talked about passion a couple times today, and it's all it's all about that. That's what our landowners see when they donate their property. It's to teach the next generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the TWRA and and the federation they they work hand in hand with one another on not just hunting and fishing academy. What all programs do we work together to create new hunters and fishermen, or to help people out? Just just helping. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, TWRA has obviously uh, played a huge part in the Hunting and Fishing Academy. Uh, the grant that we received for y'all is the reason we were able to expand and really make the program what it is. Uh, the TWRA also helps out with our Hunters for the Hungry program, uh, which allows hunters to donate their deer to local hunger relief. And that program would never have gotten as big as it could have if uh, TWRA was pushing it. I know uh, our Hunters for the Hungry sticker is on the back of every TWRA truck in the state and our Tennessee SCPP program, our Splicit Play Target program, uh, has been a beneficiary of uh, TWRA grants for years. That's probably the oldest program that we've had in the state uh, for youth outreach. And it's every year it caters to any 1,500 to 2,000 youth across the entire state to introduce them to shooting sports. And uh, of course, not only with our programs, but I know we work with y'all on litigation and legislation and also advising on uh, wildlife conservation efforts. I know uh, we've worked with y'all very closely on the Asian carp uh, problem and uh, many other issues. Okay, so when when someone sees Hunters for the Hungry or the SCTP or, or the Hunting and Fishing Academy, they need to think of the Federation and the TWRA because we're trying to get people out there hunting and fishing or, or just helping people out. We're two separate organizations, but we work very closely together. In the end, I think we're all aiming towards the same goal, and that's to provide for our current hunters and anglers and to create new ones in the state of Tennessee. Yeah. Well, we're going to run out of time, and I want to try to wrap things up right here. I just want to reiterate how people can find out more about this program, uh, the, the Hunting and Fishing Academy. Tell us where we can find that information, Taylor. Uh, you can find us on our website. If you go to tnwf.org, uh, you can find the Hunting and Fishing Academy page there, um, and it has all of our events. You can sign up for Huntmaster trainings and read a little bit more about the program there. And you can also find us on Facebook uh, by searching Tennessee Wildlife Federation. We post all of our events there. So if you see it and like it, uh, be sure to share it with your friends and get the word out. But the awesome. uh, best place to find out what's going on with the program is our website at tnwf.org. 
All right. Well, guys, I appreciate y'all tuning in and, and being with us today. I thank everybody for watching and listening. Taylor, thanks for the hard work. And Mike as well, thank you for all your hard work. And uh, we'll just keep pressing on and passing it on. Uh, but we appreciate you guys. And we want to thank everybody for tuning in to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.